Hi guys, good morning. Um, this is <laughs> or whatever the time it is on your end. Um, I am Uli Mano, branch strategist of Fast Switch Tech, and we are right here at Shadow House. Um, today with me I have Tim and Tolu. Interestingly, they are the co-founders of Shadow House. I will be having a very interesting conversation around something that happened very recently at Shadow House. Um, it's a story that Tim is at the center of, so he will start off the story we would fill in from our parts what we saw and then we would continue um, sharing lessons and talking about how to find opportunities um, talking around parenting and then academics and how to survive as a young person so let's start from the story team um, we had a very interesting experience this, this yeah, week. That, <laughs> can, can you tell us? <laughs> that, 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 that embossed my head, girl. <laughs> so, I mean, so I, I received a... No, I came to the office one evening. We had, we had one that outing we had at the quarter and stuff like that. So, we got back and we had the gist that one of our long, long... I don't say long lost, but the guy she has not been around. He's supposed to be our IT student. So he came around and okay, like, okay, fine. So he told me he was coming. I told him I won't be around, but when I'm around, I'll let you know. But he came when I was not around. So I heard the gist. So the following day, I think that came the following day, right? The day yeah, is, that came the following day, but yeah, so yeah. I was just in the office and um, we were all around and the, the man came in. I was inside, so he called me out and I sat down with him and so. This man, I actually give this man kudos to how, because if I was not going to say the truth, the man would have still gotten the truth from me. Okay. Because you, you know how he started. Because the man actually came to find out if his son truly comes to the office. So it happens that this boy, he joined us in November last year, I think. I'm not exactly sure, but around November last year, so he was supposed to spend I think three months or four months with us. Internship for, from, internship from, UI. from yeah, from UI. Okay. Yeah, sure you get. Uh, I think computer science also. Yeah, computer science. So. But he, he he stopped coming around um, January. No, he was supposed to spend about five or six months with us, but he left around January. And just stopped, stopped coming abruptly. And you know, and the funny thing is, um, he came when we had not, we were still accepting IT students, uh, internships for people that are actually zero, you know, but now we don't accept it from zero now anymore. You have to know something, right? If you don't know anything, you have to join the academy because you have to be lifted from ground zero. So it was really, it was really blessed that we took him in because he knew nothing. We were practically spending resources to train him. You get what I'm trying to say? So he stopped coming, and we, he wasn't communicating and stuff. So when the man came, he told me his name. Oh, eh? I mean, I don't know the guy's son name so well. The man now said, "Do we, do we have IT student?" Oh, I said yes. I said, said eh. This was like. Are they around now? I said, yes, they are around. Okay, can I meet them? <laughs> so you get. So I now said, uh, of course, we had only uh, how many people around there? We had two, Mercy and uh, in, we have internship and we have IT students. Okay. So Alam, they came out. And like, so this is the person that's around right now and stuff. He was like, okay. Then he now opened up. That do I know this boy, boy, this boy? I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That when last did I see him? I'm like, I've not seen him in a while. Though. And I told him exactly last time I saw him, and then told him I heard he came around, but I was not around and stuff. Then the man now literally told me everything. So it happens that 
when they, okay so so I, I i remember that i remember seeing him walk in and i saw the, the no 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 i i, I knew, i'm not met the guy before okay. i remember seeing his dad come in and um, who is also by the way in context he's, he's a senior staff in university of Ibadan. And he, I saw, I saw him walking with his um, ID card ID hanging card, on his yeah. neck, and he walks in with his big his stature, yeah, his, his majestic presence. presence. And then he, 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 he asks for who is in charge, and then I say, okay, team, come and answer. So I think that's like a context around the story. And then this hoping, happened. I was hoping you would just present yourself as a person in charge at that time because literally <laughs> you were in charge. Uh, I didn't know the question he was going to bring, so I had to like bring it to you. Especially with him coming as um, a UI person, um, Tolu, you were also around. Wait, how? What did you remember seeing when he came around? Okay, I think I was the first person that saw him because I was actually outside. I saw somebody um, coming with the UI ID card, and because you had given me a background of this guy. I remember he sent um, a voice note that morning asking for that you should cover up for him. So when I saw the you, <laughs> so I connect a lot. I connect a lot to the, the dots and I, I put attention to details. So when I saw that ID card, I just figured that a lecturer was coming. Okay. A lecturer was coming, and when he said I'm coming to fire switch, when you when you say you're coming to fire switch, it means that you are coming with intent. You're not coming to share that house. So you're coming with intent. So I already knew that this man was coming for one. I wanted to eat actually at that time. When I saw him, I took my food inside because this man was coming for war. So I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be part of the war that was going to that was going to happen. And and, and I really like the fact that he was very polite. He was, ah, he, was yeah. he was polite. He was angry, but he was quite polite. And and he, and he knew that when he got in, yeah, when he got in and got into the environment, he knew that this place was uh, this is not a place where you joke, where you play around. Do you understand? So he that 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 was something right. I would like to add. Yeah, yeah, so we have more context now. So, Tim, um, what happened next? Uh, yeah, like Lulu just mentioned, I just remember Nana, the boy sent me a voice note the night before that I should cover for him. I'm like, cover? I can't, I don't know, but that's another gist. So, um, so, yeah, so we had the conversation and I told him the truth. I mean, this is exactly what is happening. You mean to the father, right? Yeah, yes, yes, to the father. Told him the last time when he joined us, last time we saw him, and what he had, what he learned before he left. And of course, in truth, in his defense, we had some communication when he was not around as regards assignments. We know there's limit to what I can do for him if I don't see him often. Because of course, the the program he came here for was physical, was designed to be physical. So there was limit. So I told him all those details and then. And I further exposed him to our operations, how we operate, and the students we have, our academy, and blah, blah, blah. When he's really present, and he opened up to me to the realities of the situation, how the, the guy leaves home in the morning, tells him that he's coming to fire switch every morning. And collect money. And collect, yeah, of course. Transport collect there. money. <laughs> you know, they are based in Lagos, but the father works in the so he father lives in Badon and goes to Lagos for holidays and stuff. So the father is literally in Badon because of him. He would have left for Lagos because everything is on lockdown. He's not working. Right? So the man was really pained and stuff. So he threatened him that he's taking, he told me, taking him, I mean, threatening the boy like, he's taking him back to Lagos because this is the only reason he's in Badon. Blah, 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 blah. But I could feel, could feel the disappointment and the betrayal, sort of. So he said a lot of things, yeah. But their struggles and stuff, and how disappointed he is that he's squandering this opportunity too. 
Yeah, interesting. So I think after that, he went away and then came back. Yeah. So and after that, his mom, his mom called. So can you like take us through what happened? What when he came back? What did he say? Just quickly. And then when his mom called, what did the mom say? So, so he left. He left after we we have exchanged pleasantries and then. He he actually walked around and admired the place and he liked what we do here. House. Yeah, Shadow House, yeah. He liked our studio. Especially check the studio stuff. So he left. And after a few minutes he came back to get my number. He forgot to call him my number when he was leaving. So the guy the, the man wants to have a relationship with us and he liked it and so he took my number and um, so he apparently gave my number to his to his wife, to the mom of the guy. So the mom called me the following day. So we had a lengthy conversation and which was really really interesting so she told me how he had been struggling academically right how he's now in computer science and they feel okay yes now you're in computer science you have to make something out of this computer science and the, the mom seems to know to understand the trend like where the world is going across technology and she understands that computer science is is like is positioned as an entry level to technology being in the ecosystem right having these soft skills so she was telling me that i should find a way to help her and that is not something you see with parents these days exactly it's not something i see in fact we have we have to often convince parents and even try to expose them but the woman seems to know when i'm talking she's completing my statements right and i'm telling her that well see me so i told her i started programming 10 years ago and I wish I started earlier. I was trying to expose her to why I think you should have taken the water. And the woman was like, yes, that because she also knows that in the next few years, if it's already happening, that tech or soft skills, photography and all these things are entering almost every industry. They are becoming interdisciplinary and stuff. So she was telling me that uh, I should find a way to take him back and stuff like that. But in truth, his studentship, in quotes, or his uh, internship has expired. So I told her that he will have to join the academy properly and pay the fees and all those things. And she was she was really pained because they didn't have that in plan. So they have to start planning for the resources to spend on that and stuff. She was asking for considerations and stuff. And then beyond the beyond the academy, beyond him learning, she actually wants me to talk to him and somewhat mentor him because she feels that the guy is not, you know, responsive. responsive. And it is interesting that we don't see parents like this often. And so for people to have this kind of parent, I mean, should be taken advantage of. All right. Thank you very much. Um, in We would talk about the implications for this in finding opportunities because this young man had an opportunity to learn and be in a part of a community in Shadow House that were building of web developers, um, branding strategies, graphic designers, photographers, and he did not take or make use of the opportunity that was um, right there in his face. He chose to do something else out there which no one knows about. And so um, we'll be coming back and we'll be talking about how to find opportunities. I'm talking about parenting, talking about academics and how to make your life better. Stay around. Hi guys, you have learned that you should pick up a skill and at Shedder House we offer skills that will help you especially during this corona era. We offer courses in web development, we offer courses in branding and design and photography and the most important part of it all is that we we have a community of creatives you, who, where you join and you become part of us and 
you are exposed to the industry you are exposed to art you are exposed to tech and that is the most beautiful part of it please join us we'll be waiting for you Alright guys, welcome back to 5 Minutes in Shadow House. We have special episodes um, these days that last longer than 5 minutes, so <laughs> that explains it. Um, so now we'll be talking about the opportunity, how to find opportunities. Um, um, we'll be hearing from Tolu and Tim and I'll be adding some things myself on how to find opportunities and how to exploit them. So Tolu, um, you have been doing photography for how many years now? Both around six, seven years. Wow. So, can you tell us how you have moved um, the past six, seven years? How you joined? How you how you took opportunities that came your way as a photographer? Okay. All right. For me, um, beginning getting into photography actually was actually a huge. I took of took a great opportunity because I learned photography actually free of charge, because I was um, in school then and I had to do some extra courses and I had somebody in our church who, who had a studio and I, I walked up to him sir I want to learn photography he just said I should pay $1,044 and I did and instead of wasting my time after the lectures and going back home to sleep I was in the studio learning and I, I just I just did not learn how to take pictures alone I also learned how to manage money how to um, manage the studio how to manage people i remember that was it was in that studio i actually learned how to um, interact with people because then i was usually when people come and say anything i give them back hot hot then i remember people kept, came to report me to him that this girl that he just brought hope she's not a very crazy hope she's not a crazy girl so then he called me like you know that you're in you're, you're in the midst of students you have to learn how to talk to people some students can be very annoying but all of that you have to learn how to talk to clients when we started Shadow House, I never knew I was going to have my own studio because I never really liked studio photography. When I um, when we started Shadow House and, and this, we have a studio, I just I many things I do. I remember that I got them from that place. That was where I got it from. There was no way I would have done what I was doing. Some of the things I'm doing, managing people, managing equipment, having to use the resources I have, if I did not learn from that place. So it was um, it was an opportunity that was so. It was easy to ignore or neglect, but I took it, and years, many years, now, I'm, I'm, I'm ripping from it. So that, that's it for me. Beautiful, beautiful. We're still going to come back to you because I know that there are other opportunities you have not spoken about. Um, but let's hear for Tim. How did you? Um, you, are, you, are, you have been doing tech for about ten years now. You have been um, developing softwares. How did you? What opportunities did you take advantage of? Um, from your journey since you started to where you are today okay yeah so uh, mine was pretty similar actually i was in 100 level i was a newbie i was a i was a fresher in school we needed university and i was just hanging out with friends and a senior colleague that i met met through this my friends I was talking about web design i was like i was interested because i had always liked to solve problems that's what got me into engineering. But then engineering is hardware, right? I was interested in understanding software. It's not like I wanted to be a programmer, but I was just curious. And the guy was like, okay, well, I should pay. I think he said I should pay 8,000 Naira then. That's 2009 or 2010. I should pay 8,000 Naira. And I paid him. 
then used the money to get me domain name, hosting, and invariably the money came back to me. But but taught me, and he only taught me for two weeks and gave me assignments. Right? Look at the timeline. Now. He taught me for two few days, yeah. But if you look at it, it was about two weeks. Right? So a few days, about four days in the two weeks. Give me a lot of assignment and left me. So I had to study myself, do research. And that is why today I know I'm, I'm very good at problem solving. I know how to do researches. I can literally learn a new programming language on my own. It's based on experience, not because it is recommended for everybody. Right? So, so but it was very really easy to miss because it was a random conversation on the street where by the roadside, by a car, just just in. And he told me to come next tomorrow morning to my, com- my computer. Of course, then in school, you must have a computer. If you are entering our school, then it's a prerequisite. So I had the tools. So it, I, I didn't need the skill at that point, really. It was not as if I needed it to do. My needs were met. I didn't see myself being a software engineer at that point. So so just something like, okay, this is in my line. It solves problem for me. This is dismissive, but, you know, there was that... Was that there was that understanding of the possibility of this thing being useful later, even though now it's not useful for me. So I took it, and I think that is. So I think finding opportunities is, is, is paying attention to details. This is of now and having foresight for what is possible. Okay. Okay. So uh, um, okay, let me just quickly share how how my journey was. My own is not as interesting as you guys. Um, <laughs> I I. Um, from for, how I got into branding and design was essentially me when I left school. I no before I left school, I just went to greet a friend of mine, and he he was looking at a flyer on 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 his phone, and then I just came around. I just, just jokingly poked into his screen, and I was like, "What are you checking?" He said, "Ah, he's working. He doesn't know what he's going to do after he leaves school," and then he's thinking of. Um, graphics design and stuff. I was like, okay, graphics design is is interesting. But I was just essentially whining him or kind of like teasing him. Yeah. But after looking at it and he really showed me, he was like, this thing is actually interesting. I was like, okay, I might love to do this. So when I got home and my mom was asking me, what do you want to do now before you get to before you before law school because usually law school, our law school like it's, it's like our eight months we wait. And um so I just said the graphic design that I saw in that flyer and my mommy pushed it and then we went to check the place out and then I paid and then I started design and by year to the um, not just doing design now but branding and design <laughs> exactly <laughs> so it's just interesting how you s- so but I don't know how do you so for this guy now this guy we're talking about today he had he saw this there are opportunities around him but he could not see them how do you recommend that somebody sees it? How does somebody see, know when an opportunity is actually around? That's a very big question, actually. I think we don't, something that uh, we should all know that you can't know everything. Some, um, people want to have their life figured out. They want to know, in two years, I want to do this, three years, I want to do this. I think that as much as possible, try out every opportunity that comes that appeals to you try things out there are many things i've tried if i started photography i remember that if i used to laugh at me that i was doing with this tiny bits that was raining then we'll carry needle and be using and, the hands and <laughs> that i did that I, I thought that i was going to make my million from that bit but 
now I don't have to. So you have to try many things. In photography, I, I, I'm doing documentary now, and I realize that how I said documentary was because I saw somebody's a poster somewhere talking about a meeting somewhere in Ibado. It, it didn't take me anything. I just I just had to fill a form. I, there was nothing else. I just said, what am I doing at home? Let me get on, on this store. I don't know what it was going to be about. I didn't even know the people that were coming. I didn't know the speakers. I just felt, okay, this is a photography workshop and it's free. Then I should be there. It was there when I got there. I discovered that uh, what I was doing was, was a little shallow. I discovered that there's, there's a whole lot of depth in photography beyond what I was doing. And that's how I got into documentary. And I got more clarity even in my wedding photography. So as much as possible jump on things if it, especially if it's not going to take anything from you it's not going to take if, if you are not doing anything it's not going to take money if it's going to take you try to jump but you never know which uh, of the things will catapult you to where you should be try as much things as you can yeah yeah, yeah. Because, because you don't know what where the opportunities actually lie we are called we call them opportunities because you have tried them and they actually work yeah. if not we won't call them opportunities because um, you talk about bead making now. You try that out, but you're not calling it an opportunity now because you're no more longer doing it and it's no longer bringing money. But we, it's now an opportunity in hindsight because you are using it, you have used it to become what you are now. And so it's just important to like test and try many things. Tim, your thoughts on finding opportunities? Yeah, and then finding, and you, you, it's, 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 it's good to try to try things out and then i would like to link this to um volunteering and internship many times because now we find many young people it it is good to be self-confident but be realistic to yourself at where you where where are you right now the soft skill industry i like to call it soft skill because it's not just about tech alone photography arts and tech as well now now write a lot on experience not just only pali certificate right mm-hmm. so and the experience how do you gain experience if you have not worked that is where voluntary comes in and internships so it is not about the bag the bag will come but reality in reality is sharpen your skills and that's where so when you're interning you're not only getting the the experience as well like i just mentioned but also you are meeting people you are creating networks and you are, and then you are sharpening yourself so for every skill or any every industry there are narrows there are niches. When you volunteer and you intern, you get to you be exposed to more people and more niches that you can uh, and you can address. And then, of course, like I said in the first session, uh, problem solving. Then you get to sharpen your skills in that area too. Because now we talk about experience. I mean, very soon the industry will define ways to filter people also beyond experience. So I think those are the things. We need. So people should be more interested, of course, especially when you are not really engaged right now. It's good to volunteer, right? Something will come, but the focus should not only be on the back, even if it is important, because it is the relationships and the environment you have created, put yourself in that will bring the bag, yeah. So those are, those are also opportunities. If you don't try, you, you cannot. That's so important, volunteering, um, because as Tori also mentioned too, um, you get to build your skills, communication skills, negotiating skills by volunteering. And then the community, you actually build while you are um, volunteering and helping people in internship, those things will actually be what would move you forward in that industry you have chosen. Um, another thing I want us to talk about is how parents should deal with things like this. Um, we had this young man who was misbehaving 
um, he was deceiving his parents. His father came around, um, was very, I don't want to say, was well man. It was he he spoke very politely. He acted right. He asked the right questions. Um, his mother did the same thing by calling and seeing how to make things work. How what would you be your advice to parents in this time where it's very difficult to understand the children of this generation and how to make them do the things that you think are right? Tolu. Uh, one thing I, I really admired about the man was he did not call he he didn't call the guy. Yeah, I don't understand. He didn't call him. He called the mom. So I was expecting that he would call him and shout, "Where are you, foolish boy?" All of those things like the uh, regular African parents would do, and and shout and embarrass him in the presence of all of us. You understand? And bring having that child, and you want that child to come back to this place. If you, if if you if you handle it that way, that child will forever be embarrassed because he has you have you have. Spoke, shouted or you have ridiculed him in front of other people even if it was on phone I realized that I discovered that he called the mom you understand you are talking to your partner what do we do about this child you understand I, I like the fact that it was not he didn't confront him he didn't confront him he spoke with his wife this is what's happening I, even though he was angry he could contain it because he knew that he was angry he was saying this is what I do to him this is what I do and all of that but I was really really surprised that he did not call him and that was something that was really um that was really a thing of um, that consigned to me. Yeah. And the fact that he came back to ask for your number means that he was interested in what. Yes, he was looking for a strategy. He wants. He wants. He wants to know where. It was not now that you have decided this is what you want to do with your life. So move on and get on with your life. Whatever it is you want to do, it. I don't care about you. He he he, he discovered okay, there was a problem. How do we solve it? This is not just about shouting and getting angry. We must find a way out. And that must always be the way parents must take up. I don't know what happened when he got back home. I don't know whether he talked with him and asked where, where he usually goes. I don't know all of that. But I like the fact that there was the strategy to make sure that there's a solution. There was a solution from the interaction with, your interaction with the mom. You discovered that they had spoken and yeah, yeah, said yeah. they wanted him to come back. means that... They was find they were they were finding a way of bringing him back to the academy. And that's that is really good. You must find a solution. Everything is not about shouting and making noise. How do we move on from here? Should be always be the way out for parents when their kids misbehave. Yeah, it's wonderful um, comments there. So it's just it's important that parents do not, especially African parents, are so high. African parents are so high on. Um, Embarrassing children, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's 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 a big plus on their end. So Tim, what do you think was really like a good point to this story for the parents? Yeah, for, for the parents as well. I think the parents were informed. They were informed. The, the truth is, that if if you know this man, I, if when I listen to the wife, they are not young people. They are not parents of this mini, mini, millennial, and. Um, the man, the man I saw. I don't, if you, I don't know if I'm correct, but he's in his sixties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, he's not a young person, but he was well informed. He did better than many young parents we do, that are younger than him, really. So they were informed. My conversation shows that um, so someone that was not doing well in engineering that changed course to computer science, and so it was not about what the parents want him to do in his life. It's about okay, what works for you. The conversation was centered around okay. What's going to work for this boy? It's not about what we think he should do. So they were really informed. When, and when the mom called me, she understood tech, and she understood that this boy, the way he's doing nonsense, I believe he can do well. 
So they are not telling me that he's dull. They are not telling me that he's a foolish boy. They are not telling me that he's, he's not intelligent. They are telling me that he has, he has potentials but has vices that are affecting him. How can we fix it? So they were informed and they were very positive about it. So it was not about... So, and they were not attacking his personality. But they were embarrassed that, why is this boy? Why, why are you not seeing what we are seeing? Do you get and stuff like that? So I think that is how parenting should be. So and then, of course, so I think that aspect, the parents were informed. So they could make informed, even though the boy is not saying it that way. But of course, those of us that they are interacting with, we would be able to help uh, objectively and professionally. All right, thank you very much. So that's it. You have heard from Tolu and Tim and myself. And um, I think parents can do better. Um, parents need to understand their children, ask questions, and be ready to help. And when they see that the children, when when the children understand that the parents are willing to help, I believe they sh- there would be a change in attitude and a positive um, reaction and response. All right, now that will be all from us today at Shadow House. Um, do for us on our social media platforms Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. We are all on that. And we'll see you next time. Have a beautiful day. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out.